0: Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. I'm Justin Baroni, and today we—that bowl was a nice bowl of slurkey. It is, let me see here, total THC 18.5%. It's uh, indica, no CBD. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and yeah, it's delicious. I really like it. I should have cleaned the bong water before I did that. (laughs) And today in the joint, we're smoking a little bit of the slur cane mixed with a little purple kush. So it's a littler joint (laughs) because that purple kush is strong as shit. I had some last night. It was delicious. But I figured today we would talk about take your kid to work day. (laughs) (laughs) Because we were talking about it. My daughter and I were talking about schoolwork and stuff like that. And um, I realized that there's a lot of stuff that they're not going to be able to fucking do. That we used to do because of this whole COVID situation. And I remember when I was a kid, my dad owned a trucking company. Well, he owned a logistics company. So they were the middleman. They had customers that had freight. And they would find the truck to move that freight from... Canada to the US or US to Canada or across the Canada or across the kid or across the US. So he thought it would be a great idea that for take your kid to work day I should be put on one of the trucks. <laughs> now at first I thought this was pretty awesome because I had to be on a truck for five days, a full week so I was out of school the whole time and it wasn't just a one day deal. So I thought, fucking great move. Now I don't know if you've ever been on a truck. I thought that it would be something awesome. Like, you know, a modern day cowboy where you just ride across the country, see all the sights, and you're just constantly moving. (laughs) It's kind of like that, but it's not fun. You have to be a certain kind of person to want to do this, okay? (laughs) So our route was to go down, let me see if I can remember this. I was fucking 12 at the time, so bear with me here. But our route, was to go down, cross at Windsor, from Canada to the U.S., so into, I think we went, well, we must have gone through Detroit, Cleveland, and then we went around and came back up through Buffalo and Niagara Falls. So, it was pretty cool, because as we're going down, we go through Detroit, and, you know, we made it, I don't think we made any stops in Detroit. We were were dropping off and picking a bunch of shit up, (laughs) okay? And I think it was, like, clothing and stuff. But there were... Three main situations along this trip that I don't even know how to explain it, but they it would life experience, okay? That's what it was. It gave me fucking some serious eye-opening life experience as a 13-year-old. Um I think I was 14, sorry, 14-year-old. Okay, so we go down and it was either Detroit or Cleveland. Cleveland, it was Cleveland. So we drive down to, we drive, we're, everything's cool, okay? We're we're driving through, driving up to the city. You see the ballpark and everything. Everything looked awesome. It was like the beginning of the Drew Carey show. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but the Drew Carey show back in the day had the opening of them running around Cleveland and doing all this like montage Cleveland stuff. Anyway, it was pretty cool because you saw all the stuff that was in the fucking video. So that was pretty awesome. Then we get into downtown Cleveland, <laughs> okay? And our first stop is to pick up, I think it was, like, three or four skids of, like, rags and clothing. Like, old, old, well, not, clothing that was going to be rags, okay? So, (laughs) but he's lost. But he's not telling me this, because I'm fucking 14, so why freak me out, right? So he pulls into this really shitty part of Cleveland. And he pulls the truck up, just on the side of the road, in front of this, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It just looked like a brick building, but it was a bar. It was exactly what you see in like a back alley sort of bar situation in the movie. But right on the main street. So he turns to me and he rummages in the back of the truck. (laughs) And he pulls out this fucking tree. (laughs) It was like a piece of wood that was about this big. It was about that fat around. Like I had to use two hands like this to hold it. It probably weighed about 20 pounds, <coughs> and on the other end, it had a chunk of metal wrapped around it, like on the tip, <laughs> okay, and so he turns, he gets it out of the back, and he looks around, and then he looks at me, and he goes, okay, hold on to this, and sit between the seats. If anybody tries to get in the truck, no matter who it is, doesn't matter, you start swinging. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Are you fucking kidding me? He's like, no, I'm not joking at all. You actually have to do this, and I was like, oh shit, okay. So I huddle in between the two seats, and I'm holding the fucking post, okay. And like a couple minutes goes by, and Buddy's not coming back, and I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on? I'm 14. I'm freaked the fuck out, okay. You're looking around. It's all like a completely rundown area. It sucked, okay. I'm starting to get a little scared. So, but not too bad. Just enough to be like, okay, like what's going on here? It was probably like a minute, but it felt like forever. So, I kind of creep my head over the window <laughs> to be like, hey man, what's going on over here? And I look, and this car pulls up along the side, of the, like the other side of the street, going in the opposite direction of which way you should have been in traffic. <laughs> and it pulls up on the road. The door of the car opens up. It was like a black like Mercedes in the middle of fucking a bore zone, essentially, okay? So, he pulls up. Door opens. And this white guy gets out and just fucking books it, <laughs> okay? Books it. Then, this big black dude gets out, and like, you could tell he was pissed. So I duck back down, because I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> and then, the black guy runs after the white guy. The white guy's already up the block and around the corner. So, other dudes following him, goes around the corner, right? About like, a minute or two later, I look back up, I'm like, what you Can I do <laughs> like freaking the fuck out and I look and there buddy comes back Doo-doo-doo. the second guy comes back do do. starts walking down the street with like you know whatever in his hand <laughs> and I'm like oh man I'm in the wrong goddamn place <laughs> and so finally buddy truck driver guy he comes back and he gets in the truck and he goes so nobody tried to get in I was like no man nobody tried to get in <laughs> and the guy goes yeah I was, oh that's good I go but like something happened across the road and he looks over and the Mercedes is like peeling off. <laughs> he's like, Oh yeah, don't worry, that's just a drug deal. It goes down all the time. I was like, yeah, but like another, he's like, we're going. So we take off. Okay? He had found the place. So we pull around to the back of these like buildings that we were already at. We had to basically turn back around. So we turn around. We pull in around the other side, the back side of the building. think we snaked down a couple little side roads or whatever and we pull up to just a door like just a garage door and like it was like a bunker with a garage door essentially and uh, so we pull up guy backs his truck up to the door we go we knock on the man door beside the actual garage door (laughs) anybody there we don't hear anything so we wait like a minute slams on the door again nothing so we wait like a couple more minutes. He's like, fuck, I gotta find this guy. We gotta get going. So he starts to walk around the building. And then just as he starts to take a couple steps away from the man door that we were knocking on, we hear click. Click, 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 click. There was like 52 locks on this fucking door. I shit you not. Between the man door and whatever he had on the side of this like roll-up door, oh my god, it was insane, dude. <laughs> so then we hear all this, and we're like, oh, fuck. And it, obviously, bad area, drug deal, dude was chased, one guy came back. I'm just saying, okay? So, there some shady shit goes down in this neighborhood. And this little Italian white dude walks out. So, boys, what you doing? <laughs> he didn't sound like that at all. He sounded old. But my point being, he comes out, he's like, hey, what you doing? Hey, what's going on? Uh, I thought you guys were trying to break in. We're like, what? We're just knocking on the door. Anyway. You should have seen it. This dude, I'm, like, think, okay, look, think Geppetto from Pinocchio. That was the guy that answered the door. And then we're thinking, well, we got these four fucking skids to get on the truck. How's this guy going to do this, okay? The entire warehouse is stacked full of, like, old antiques and, like, bullshit. Couldn't see anything. All we thought he had was, like, a pump truck, right? So he goes, okay, I'll be right back. And he walks away into, like, the giant pile of mess, And all of a sudden you just hear. Come flying around the corner. And it's him in a fucking lift truck. Just scoops all the shit up. Puts it on. No problem. We were back on our way. Dude. This was my first. Like. Real introduction. To. Life. (laughs) Okay. Up until this point. I was 14 years old. The craziest shit. That I had seen. Was like. A schoolyard fight. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Friends of mine maybe at the time started talking about like drugs and stuff, but it was like it was very few people, I guess, that were doing that or say or even like mentioning it. Things like that. Like we weren't into any of that shit. And in within like 2 days of being on the road with this dude, I'm watching a fucking I assume a coke deal go down <laughs> in the middle of like the worst place I've ever been. Like I'm not saying Cleveland was bad. I'm just saying that that area was really bad at the time. And then we pull up to this dude who's like, like I said, Geppetto in this back market with 52,000 fucking locks on his door. I'm thinking like, man, somebody drives a bull. He better have guns. Like, I don't know. But it was like a bunker. And I could, at first I was like, this is insane. And then as we're driving through town, I'm like, maybe it's not that insane. <laughs> okay. So this is my first fucking introduction to like, like I said, life. This is how things are in air in certain areas. Like, where, where you live, everything is kind of cookie-cutter, Lego-y, happy-time, good-time stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not everywhere, dude. <laughs> it really fucking... It really started to... I guess, settle in. Once I saw the guy with the locks and how small he was. He's the only dude in his whole spot. And, like... He had to have that many locks on everything. I think there was only like one or two doors out. Like, if you lit that building on fire, that motherfucker was dead. There was so much shit in there. Oh, my God. It was so small. It was like a bunker. Fuck. Anyway, so that was my, like, those are my introductions to, like, that's life. Like, outside of, you know, the small community that I lived in. So... Dude's like, hey, how do you how do you like that stuff? That's pretty crazy, eh? He's like, you know, a couple days you've already seen all this shit. I'm like, yeah, but I can't put this in the fucking go to work go to sc- or go to work with the you know your dad day or whatever for the report for school. I can't. You can't. Oh yeah, saw drug deal go down. <laughs> Watch dude chase another dude. One dude came back. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, the teacher's gonna be like, what are you doing to your kid here? <laughs> so, anyway. He's talking to me about that as we're sort of as we're pulling out of um, the spot where we were picking up those clothes with Geppetto there, right? And <laughs> So he's pulling out, and we're talking, shooting the shit, and then all of a sudden, up beside the driver's side, pulls up a pink cat dude. Okay, we always joked about you know like pimps and you know how they would dress and what they would wear and stuff like that, because none of us as kids like really had any idea. So like. We would always go with the stereotypical shit, right? You know, like pink Cadillac, leopard print interior. Wearing the big boa with like the leopard print fur. The whole fucking deal. You know what I'm saying? Like the hat, the fucking cane, the hooker. <laughs> you know, like your hoe, whatever. And we would always joke like, but it can't really be like that, right? No, it fucking like that. <laughs> As we're stopped, pulling out of the street from this hookup from Geppetto here. This pink Cadillac. shit you not. I'm not fucking kidding. Okay. Pink Cadillac. DeVille. (laughs) Leopard print interior. All of it. Even the dashboard. Okay. Dude was in the front seat. Full fur. In, in, no, sorry. A fur trim jacket. And the jacket matched the motherfucking car. Pink. Bow. He had a little, he had his, his fedora or whatever on with the little strip around it. Boom, matched the interior of the car. Exterior matched, oh, dude, this dude was, mm, all the shit looked tight. Like, it was right out of a fucking movie, okay? And of course, you know, high class, how on the side. (laughs) So, we're talking and all of a sudden, (laughs) the truck driver looks over and he's out the window. He goes, hey, fucking check this out. (laughs) So, I lean over and bam, there it is. In all its fucking spectacle and glory, right? So I'm like, oh my fuck, holy shit, okay? Fucking coke deal, Geppetto living in a bunker, selling shit, and then we got fucking Pimps McGee over here. Like, dude, I felt like some random crazy shit was going to happen, okay? Nothing happened, nothing at all happened. But these are the things that I saw on my take your kid to work day shit (laughs) when I was a kid going to work with whoever right okay so this guy as he's sitting at the stop sign looks up at the driver and he goes hey you or your boy want to hook up the driver looks at me he goes you want some of that like, no dude no and the driver's like no we're good it was all right well if you want to hit me hit me up i'm going down this way and then listed off where he was going to be at and then peels away, but dude, it was fucking, it was stereotypical, 100%, okay, the whole situation, that whole Cleveland trip, that was, I got the underbelly, baby, <laughs> there was no like prim proper shiny shit, Mm-mm. except for that pimps, everything, dude, that guy was on fucking point, I'm telling you, oh my god, he had the pink Cadillac, everything in se- interior, like the leopard print interior, his suit was fucking pink, Pink shoes, leopard print fucking, or sorry, pink hat with leopard print fur that matched the interior of the car, and then fucking a leopard band that's strapped all the way around, and then he had a fucking cane. Yeah, that's right. That matched the color of the car. Damn. Then it made me think, how many of those suits with matching canes does this motherfucker have? (laughs) You know? Because you'd have to have one for every fucking color. Cause you can't wear pink all the time, and I wonder, do, does he reverse it? Like, would he switch the shit out so that, like, okay, so if his original suit is suit is pink with the leopard print, you know, detailing, okay, <clears throat> does that mean that he would have an opposite suit <laughs> that is like leopard print with pink detailing, you know, leopard print hat? Leopard Prince suit, shoes, whatever. However you do it. I'm not a style guy, so I don't fucking know. But this dude looked slick as shit. I'm telling you. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And so that was my fucking introduction to Cleveland. <laughs> and then after that, we traveled on through. Dropped off a couple things here and there. Mostly, we didn't... I don't think we ever stopped at a truck stop overnight or anything. He would just... Well, yeah, we had to at some point. But, I mean, like, we did it... We He, he slept, like... I don't know, every couple days. Uh, it was crazy. And he only slept a few hours at a time. It was nuts, man. He It was pretty impressive how, like, they could keep going. And they have to follow, like, a guideline. But, like, sleeping for four hours and then driving for, like, 16 and sleeping for four or five hours. Whatever you got to do, right? Like, that's nuts to me. And I'll tell you this. Even though I got to sleep in the back as that motherfucker was driving down the road, it's not a nice sleep. <laughs> You're not... You're not fully sleeping, not at all. You don't change. You like, you know, do the Italian shower in the fucking sink at the restroom sometimes. But I was 14, so I didn't really give a shit. I remember on the way back, (laughs) I I was too tired. It was like the last day, we're almost home. It was like, you know, sundown and the sun was coming down. It was, I think, probably the beginning of June, end of May, beginning of June. And I was just like, fading off. Fading, fading, fading. And my head would hit the window and I'd be out for half a second. And next thing I know, motherfucker be rolling down the window and my head would pop out the truck. <laughs> Just, And I'd wake up to, oh my god. <laughs> they have a different sense of humor, man. But I'll tell you what, it was a good time. That was a hell of a... That was a hell of a send your kid to work shit situation. <laughs> you know? Like... <laughs> Yeah, uh, it wasn't really, it wasn't dangerous, I mean, it was scary sometimes, but it wasn't overly dangerous, you know, and we weren't in any place long enough for it, anything to be a problem, we were, you know, pick stuff up and keep going, don't talk to anybody, really. Being a trucker is fucking lonely, man. Yeah, I could see how, it like, I used to think, it, like I said, it'd be like, to, it'd be like a being a modern day cowboy bit because you you roam everywhere, (laughs) you have no set home, but yeah, it was fun, and then I remember getting home and getting off the truck, oh yeah, by the way, (laughs) yeah, I remember getting off the truck and I felt so gross, (laughs) like just, I was in the same clothes from like the week before, you know, when we left, (coughs) we must have smelled like shit. And I remember my mom and dad going... Because I thought before I went on the trip, I thought, oh yeah, I could do this. This would be fucking awesome. No problem. I could handle it. And by the time I got off the fucking truck, I was like, dude, you need a fucking crowbar to get my underwear off me. This is disgusting. <laughs> like, it's in me. <laughs> oh, it's not my kind of life, dude. <laughs> I could travel. That's no problem. I could travel a lot and, like, live in hotels, but you can't live on a truck. <laughs> you need running water somewhere. Oh, well, yeah, they're a different kind of dude. They're a totally different kind of dude. But that was like, that was one of the things that was kind of funny. Cause it was, that was my dad's thing it was, you know, going on these road trips and stuff like that. And, uh, when he put me on the truck, it was, It went right along with everything because like he, okay, so he put me on this truck and then not too long after that, he has another delivery that we have to take down to North Carolina and he's like, oh, it's one pallet, one skid of granola or something like that. It was a very few. It was like you could rent a cube van and do it like a 20 footer because then then anybody could drive it, right? So we rented a U-Haul, loaded up this fucking granola and him and I drove down, drove it down and dropped it off at the customer. (laughs) so much fun shit like that's awesome i think that's why i like road trips but yeah so we drove it down in this fucking cube van and we dropped it off but i remember on the way down him and i would have to stop at all the truck stops right so like you had to stop at the border do your paperwork with the truckers then you had to go but you're not a trucker because you're just driving like a little 20 foot cube van that's nothing that's no respect from truckers right so then you know you you're doing your thing and I remember we were almost at our destination and these guys had seen us going down the road enough and stopped at the same like restaurants and shit on the way that at one point I'm, I am look up from my Game Boy and my dad's laughing and there's a big fucking 53 foot truck in front of us. There's a 53 footer behind us and there's another 53 footer right beside us blocking us completely in to only where we could be and that was it <laughs> and they fucked with us for the, like I don't know. Five or six miles. And like every time you had to move. Every time they moved. We had to move. We had no choice. Because we were blocked in completely. <laughs> it was fun. And then. Uh, then we dropped our stuff off. And. We were. Oh yeah. We were on our way back. Oh shit. <laughs> we were on our way back. And. Uh, I fell asleep. It was nighttime. I think it was like.
1: I don't know. It was late
0: at night. And I was asleep. And all of a sudden I wake up. We're driving down the highway. And. Uh. It's pitch black, and it just reeks of fucking skunk. Like, we're talking reeked. And this is like, we're on the halfway point. So, like, we're halfway home. We still had the rest of the way to go. And then we're talking like a day here, (laughs) okay, in fucking skunk smell. And I said to my dad, I was like, did you run something over? He's like, I don't know. (laughs) We don't, he doesn't remember running anything over. They inspected the truck after, and there was nothing, okay? No animal parts in it, nothing, right? But it must have got sprayed, but we don't know where and we don't know why. <laughs> but this motherfucker smelled like like you had to remember Seinfeld, where like the stink in the car from the guy that you you know you know what I'm talking about. It was like that. You could not get it. Like they had to burn that motherfucker. That truck was fucking toast. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a take you to. That wasn't uh That wasn't for going to school. But the, like the school day thing. But fuck. Yeah, I remember that. My dad and I do a lot of road trip shit. That's the fun stuff. I love road trips. Road trips are so fucking good. I can't wait till COVID's over. I want to do one soon. (laughs) Yeah. I can't fucking wait. Well, that's my thought off the stem for this week. I hope you enjoyed the sesh. Hope you come back next week. Thoughts off the stem with me, Justin Baroni. At 4.20 p.m. on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, baby. (laughs) Whatever platform you're on, check it out on other platforms. Subscribe on all of them. And leave some comments. Let me know how I'm doing. I need to know what you guys think. Yeah. I want to have like a dialogue going on here. And don't forget to check out our Tots 420 shop. It's in our link tree in the bio of uh, Instagram, Twitter. Where else is it? It's on Facebook and it will be in the description of this video (laughs) but yeah i hope you enjoyed the sesh i hope you come back next week and as always i hope you have a good time and enjoy your life and keep your lids low baby